Hi friends, I wanted to give a trigger warning for this episode for anybody who is sensitive to suicidal ideation or attempt. This episode contains content of that nature. Welcome back to the mom pod. <laughs> I almost choked that time. Why do you always almost choke? I'm like, I, we have an issue with this. Yeah. Seth was just talking about that like, too. Genuinely. How he like has a choking problem. He does have a choking problem. Food. He does. because he inhales. It's because he inhales his food. Yeah. Correct. It's really like four pieces of pizza at once. <laughs> but yeah, that little slurp was my coffee because we're not doing wine today. It's, because... it's early, so we're doing coffee. Yeah. Wine, coffee, all mom drinks. Any t- yeah, exactly, right? The two drinks that moms survive on. Basically, wine, right? Coffee. So yeah, that's why there is not a pour in. There's a, a slurp in. A, sl- a slurp of coffee. <laughs> I hate that word. There are, is there a word that like absolutely bothers you? Like no. someone says like moist. No, I knew you were going to say that because there's so many people that I actually know that hate that like, word. Moist and I'm like moist is an issue word for it people. It doesn't bother me. Yeah. At all. Does it bother you? And it depends on the context. Like slurp, that just bothered me right now. Slurp. Slurp. I think it's the way you have to pronounce it. That sounds so Yeah, like, I don't aggressive. need to say it like that. Slurp. <laughs> slurp. <laughs> like you elongate that L so long. Seriously. Um, well, guys, I hope you're having a great Monday morning. Yes, it's weird to say because it's fucking Thursday. Yeah, but... But happy Monday. Happy Monday, right? We love to be the ones to start your week off. Yes, it's our favorite we do. Thing. We love it. Um, last episode, I feel like the response from that one... I say it every time, but it just makes me so it happy. It just makes me feel so good. And if you care, we hit a thousand downloads Yay! on the mom Like, throw a sound effect in yeah, there. Yeah, everyone yeah, like, cheering. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's like... Since Alyssa and I started, that was like our little milestone that we were Yeah, like it was like our goal, like our first goal. And it's like, for people that listen to like bigger podcasts, like it's not that like big of a deal to hit yeah. a thousand. But for us, like... We've started this, like, just with the people that follow us on, like, Instagram, basically. Literally. We're celebrating little victories. Little to victories. To get to big victories. Yes. Like, along the way. And I'm really proud of the 1,000 downloads. And we're already kind of, like, way past that now yeah. at this point in recording it. So it's been... Like, so thank you guys yeah, thank for you. listening and sharing and telling about us. Honestly, because most of the podcast so far has been, like audience participation like people yeah deciding like to people like who actually follow us and participate like, in it and answer yeah, the questions they're and, like interested in it yeah which makes me really happy yeah so, so we appreciate you guys yes. and we love you guys yes so this week we're gonna do the interview ali janeski Ooh, Ooh. Spicy. so what we're gonna do these are gonna be two different episodes we'll mm-hmm. do one for me too yeah but we're gonna start with ali yeah because gonna... we we had a conversation of like asking each other questions in one episode and then you know how we It would be ranting. way too long, dude. It would be a four-hour podcast. <laughs> We'd get through like two questions each, and then it'd be like, oh, shit, we've been doing it for two hours. Exactly. We go on tangents. That's the point of the fucking yeah, podcast. We get, we we're get, like, we let's split it. the episode. Yeah. So, and it'll be more like, this one's about you, and yeah. like, yeah, and then I feel like it'll just be And the reason that dictate. mine is first is because when we came up with this idea, we were like, okay, well, let's come up for questions for each other. And then 30 seconds later, Alyssa <laughs> sent me like... <laughs> Five brilliant questions that's just like they actually came, really just came. They to like me. came out of her ass or something. And I was <laughs> proud of them too. I know. I'm like, I was what? like, damn, these. I feel like these. I was like, hey, you want me to send them to you? Yeah. And they were like, what? You already have. It was your literally questions. like two minutes later. I was yeah, like, um, no, genuinely. I'm gonna need like two days to come up with questions for you. And then we were like, let's just split the episode. Yeah, I was so. just sitting on my phone. We were talking about it, like what to do for yeah. the podcast, and then I was just like, oh shit. 
It's coming Spit to me. Spitballs are it's, coming. Alyssa's yeah. like, I, I got a lot of questions for this. I got it. Especially from our recent yeah. conversations. So. Do you want to get into it? It'll be it? a good episode. Yeah, you want to just jump into it? Ask. You don't have to ask them in order. You can surprise yeah. me. You can do whatever you want. Okay. Oh, I, I love this. I feel like so I'm a guest. So we have five questions for Allie. Ooh. The first one, are you ready? Our special guest, our host. I'm so excited. I'm so nervous. I've done this before. I know, right? You're like, okay, now, now I'm nervous. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay. Let's start with. Okay, let's start with an easier one. If you could give a new mom one sentence of advice, what would it be? Like one sentence. Obviously, mm. there's like so much advice you would give a new mom. Oh, yeah. Like I have, if you're just asking yeah. me to give a new mom advice, I'm like, how you're many like, hours do we have? Yeah. Let me rant. <laughs> and I'm going to try to not be negative about this. Yeah, one. yeah. Because I'm always like, uh, prepare for the worst. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, I think I would say like give yourself grace. Oh, I like that. Because, like, like, so much of, in thinking about this question, like, in preparing new moms, like, so much of pregnancy is about you, right? Like, how are you feeling? Do you need to sit down? Like, you look beautiful. You look so cute. Like, how are you feeling? The questions aren't really about, like, how's baby doing? It's how are you doing? It's very much you-centered. While you're pregnant? While you're pregnant. And then, like, literally the day you have your baby, you pretty much no longer matter. Like... Yeah. How is the baby doing? What? How much do they weigh? What are they eating? How are they sleeping? Like those are the questions that you get asked. Nobody yeah. really asks about you anymore. So it's very easy. I feel like especially in the, those like first months of like completely writing yourself off as not mattering. But like you just went through as much of a traumatic experience as your baby did like in birthing. Yeah. Like it's a very life changing moment. And well, the rest of society might kind of throw you under the table and forget about you like maybe the sentence would be like you still matter oh okay. like give yourself like grace that. you still matter like yeah if nobody like if everybody else has forgotten about you maybe you be the one to remember like shit i need to take a shower yeah like, like i need to brush my teeth let like, me drink water yeah yeah like i need to change my diaper yeah oh, which man. is oh man real shit like oh, real man. shit i know Alyssa's like ah. <laughs> you're just turning me off of being pregnant so much more <laughs> no i love pregnancy i know you because do. of the reasons i just listed everybody yeah. like strangers at the grocery store like you're so cute <laughs> and i'm like oh me thank you but then no seriously you have a baby and then you have like a flabby stomach and like yeah. your like emotions are everywhere and you no longer matter like I'm not trying to say that, like, my family wrote me off or anything, but it really is about this new baby because they're um, a lot more, like, susceptible to, like, you can handle yourself delicate. to an like extent. Like, they're more delicate. Exactly. Yeah. So I just think in the transition from being pregnant to becoming a new mom, like, you still matter. Give yourself grace. Love that. Okay. I like that. That there was a really go. good one. There we go. Positive Allie. <laughs> <laughs> Expect hell. Love it. Okay. Okay. Um. Next question. Let's do... If you didn't become a mom when you did, what would you be doing with your life right now? Or, like, what do you think you'd be doing? So, I've always been a person that's had, like, my life pretty much mapped out. Like, Mm -hmm. I knew what I was going to do, where I was going to go, what job I was going to do. Like, that was all pretty much set for me. Yeah. Like, from a young age. Okay. I've always known. Like, I've never been a... Well, I mean, like... I feel like everyone always has a plan, but I feel like you probably... Did you stick to your plan? Yeah. Yeah. Like, everyone plans. So, like, when you're in elementary school, you're like, I want to be an astronaut. Yeah. And I had that. But then I think up at, like, 13 on, um, I knew exactly what I was going to do. And my plan followed that, like, to a T. And I graduated college eight months pregnant. 
Yeah. So I still was on that trajectory in my mind, right? Because when you don't have your baby yet, you don't really know what challenges are going to hit exactly. you, what I, you can handle, what, what you are going to be able to still do from your old life to exactly. your new life. Yeah, yeah. You can, you can, people tell you like life's going to change and like your plans you don't are going to change until you, do it, you, yeah. until you experience it. You just don't know. And there are some people that like go to law school with a newborn and like, it's, you know, it's possible. It's possible. It's possible. Um, so my original plan was to, so I got my bachelor's degree in political science with a focus on, um, international relations. So like politics and like national security overseas was like my focus. And the plan was always to get a master's in national security studies and kind of go into intelligence, like analyst work. For, like, a government nice. agency. Cool, cool. Like CIA. Yeah, like some fucking cool yeah. shit. Yeah, and so, and I have a military background and a lot yeah, of Yeah, I things, feel like that follows through very, yeah, pretty nicely, yeah. That would kind of uh, set me up nicely for a career in that. My dad contracts work out with agencies like that. And so I had a lot of connections and a lot of, basically, the perfect path to set me up to do those things. Um, and then I got pregnant and, you know, I applied for that master's program when Reagan was born already, like three months old. I remember you posting a picture. Yeah. And I got that in. you were going to go. And I got in. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I got accepted and it came up to, I was supposed to start the master's program late August. And it was like two days before the deadline of mm-hmm. like, you can drop out or you can't. And I like sat with myself for a moment and cause like all of them would be night classes, right? Like a master's program is usually night classes. So yeah. like six to 10 PM. Are they online or you have to be there? At the time they, the classes that I had, cause I'd already enrolled and registered and like had my schedule set for the yeah. semester and they were all in-person classes. Okay. And I think I'd only registered for like two at that point. Like I was going to give myself an easy load. Like, yeah, like nothing too crazy, right. but you were going to do it. Yeah, I was going to do it. And then I kind of sat with myself and like thought about what that job would entail, right? Like, let's say I did get my master's and I did get the job that I wanted. Chance and I would have to, like, no questions asked, uproot our lives and move to, like, D.C. or Virginia. Like, Is that, like, where it's mainly? Yes, okay. that's where the jobs that I would be qualified for and would want would be. Like, East okay. Coast, D.C. or in Virginia. And Do you have family in either? No. or Yeah. So and that would at be really that point, hard. where I think Reagan must have been... So it was August. So she must have been like eight months old, maybe. I'm bad at the month I think, math. I think eight something months. like that. And she was still breastfeeding in the middle of the night. She was still like horrible at sleeping. She wasn't taking a bottle. She wasn't taking a bottle. She still so how are you going to go to school? Right. So these were the things where I was like, I need to be gone from 6 to 10 p.m. at night, like school-wise. And also like the home that I live in, like is here in Redlands and like it's a beautiful home and we're lucky to have it. We have our parents living 10 minutes away from us. Like so convenient. And I still was struggling Mm -hmm. with that. Even like all those luxuries. Like I still was like, felt like I was drowning all the time. Yeah. So the thought of holy shit in two years, we're going to have to uproot our lives. And a lot of my like background and field of study, you know, it potentially could send me overseas to work in like China or something. And, like, these were things that, like, were a dream Can you to take me. your children and husband you with you? Okay. Right. They like, give you that option, but, like, still. It's fucking scary. Like, yeah, I agree, but I was just and that, wondering. All of that, like, what I'm saying to you now is scary, was a dream to me previously. Like, oh, my God, how cool, how fun, yeah. like, how exciting. Yeah. But then you have a family, and you're just, your mindset and what matters to you is so, shifts. Yeah, like, it really does. Entirely. 
And I remember like my dad sitting down with me when I had told him that I was pregnant and he would, and he was like, oh, so like, you're going to drop out now. Like, you're not going to do it. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Of course I'm going to do it. Like, yeah, this is my dream. This is what I, like, it doesn't change. This is change. what I've always wanted to do. And I remember him being like, oh, like she's, she doesn't get it yet. She doesn't know yet. She doesn't know This yet. is when you were pregnant? Yeah. Yeah. Like she doesn't, like he she was important know. that I finished my bachelor's, but at that point I feel like he kind of knew I wasn't going to do the master's program, but mm-hmm. I you know, was set in my ways with that. Yeah, I mean, he's raised kids. He knows yeah, what you're he, about to, what's about the, to have to happen. That your family, I mean, it might not be for everybody, but just comes before everything else. And like, I've got such a yeah. secure, happy, like peaceful life here. And I was never the person that was like, I'm going to settle down in my hometown and like oh, stay there. Oh my God, I know, literally. Forever. Same. But now I'm like, I never want to leave. Like, I, I've got it so good here. I couldn't agree with you more. And yeah. like that whole just... Yep. I did not want to end up here either. No, it wasn't going to be like a hometown girl yeah, that like, my like, kid goes to the high school oh, I went to that's type you, of thing. Dude, not my vibe. It wasn't but... me. But now I'm like, Redlands is a beautiful town. I know. I'm like, it's so family-oriented. Like, so family-oriented. Like, best like, coffee shops. Yeah, my family's like, right here. I'm like, I'm staying. Yeah, I know. I, and there's really not much that could convince me I to I get leave. that. I get that a lot. So that is kind of... So if not, to answer the question, if not for the family right now, I think I definitely would have been done with my master's program by now. Yeah. You 100%. probably would have been doing what you set out to do. Yeah. Yeah. Because my, my path was going so steady that way. It was, it was way. going, it was full throttle yeah. on its way there. Yes. Like so a train was moving. Yeah, if not Reagan, that's definitely what I would be doing. And Makes and sense. I'm not saying that to say like, that oh my God, Reagan ruined my plants or like my baby no, ruined. It just, I am 100% happy and content with where I'm at. It's not like I can't go get a master's for mm-hmm. that in a few years and go start that pro- process even when Reagan's out of the house like exactly and I'll be 40 who's, and who's that's this, I, you'll still be young <laughs> I don't it's not like I can't do that so yeah. I've when you become a parent your brain I feel like slows down of like whoa yeah. like I don't need to rush into every single fucking dream I have like it's funny you say that because I feel like it's you, you do try to get into like a slower paced like mindset yeah. because you're watching this also this little person grow in front of you and it's almost like fast that you're like yeah let's slow down yeah like let's slow down because like especially in my case where I'm not sure if I want another kid like I'm only gonna oh, do yeah. this, this once this could be like your one time this seeing is, all this of it this could be my my once my one time and I don't want to blink and miss it yeah so, so I, I get am, that I get that and too. one of my professors I remember calling her and saying like hey I dropped out of the program like because I'm really close to all the professors that are in that program I grew up with them because my dad works at that school yeah and you she, were being groomed yes. to do what you oh, were going to do. Yes. Yeah. But I loved it. Yeah, it no, I know. Yeah. No, I'm not saying it in a bad way. I'm just saying, like, oh, yeah, from, like, you had relationships, yes. connections. Like, you were like, this yes. is happening. I had attended, like, national defense forums and, like, conferences and shit at, like, 14 and 15. Like, I was groomed. How cool. It was I so fun. Um, but I called my professor and told her, like, that I dropped out of the program. And she was like, you're never going to regret doing something for the benefit of your family. Yeah. But you, what you will regret is doing something for yourself that makes you miss time and like attention to your family. Like yeah. you're never going to look back and be like, ah shit, I spent too much time with my kid. Yeah. No, you're no. never going to. Yeah. So once she said that to me, I was like, okay, I made the right decision. Like, yeah. I did the right thing. That was sweet. Yeah. It's like the closing deal. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, all right. I did all the right, right thing. That's it. <laughs> okay. So following that question, okay. kind of, it says, what do you see yours and chances life looking like after Reagan and any future other kids move out? So oh, like, like when the kids are gone, oh. What do you see life like being then? Mm. This is a hard one. Yeah. Because I think a lot of the times people think like, when my kids move out of the house, then like life is going to completely switch. Yeah. But it's kind of like a gradual thing, right? Like mm-hmm. 
you get less and less time with them as they get older, but it's gradual, right? Like, then they That's go to high true. school. And they have, like, football games after school. And they go to hang out with Parties, their friends, friends. And it slowly starts to become them gaining some, like, independence. In their own life. Their own life. It's not like a night and day, okay, they got accepted to college, never seen them again. Like, it's yeah. not like that. And I don't know. I feel like what I envision, like, me and Reagan's relationship being after she moves out is, like, like I don't know. If she's my only kid, like, I'm going to... Like not, your friend. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah. always going to have a relationship with her. I, don't, I depends. Well, yeah. But, like, I, I always want, so, okay. I want her home as long as she wants to be home. Yeah. Like, I'm not in no rush to get her out of the house. Yeah. Obviously, she's she's a baby. She's, yeah. And when she's a teenager and giving me hell with puberty and shit, I might be like, when is she leaving? <laughs> but, like, I don't feel that way now. And I feel like Chance and I are both very family-oriented people that, like... That's what I'm saying, I'm though. always going to want to play mama. Like... That's what I'm saying, yeah. though. So, like, after she's gone and she just she's like ready she decides to leave and she's on her own doing her thing whatever college yeah. whatever it is like what are you and chance doing because you guys are so family oriented and it's like when she's gone like what do you guys do i don't know because that take would care be, of my nieces it would be, <laughs> i know right you're like um i think that's a possibility yeah, i know yeah to answer your question like trying to get the kid part out of it yeah um I think we've talked about this before that it's very important to me that Chance and I continue to like each other through all these phases and continue to be each other's friends through all these phases. Yeah, that's important. I don't ever want the only thing that Chance and I have between us to be parenting. And so it's going to be important for Chance and I through the years to have hobbies that we do together and things we do together. That way, when Reagan leaves the house, it's not like... Well, now what do yeah, we do Yeah, you're like, oh, other? my friend's gone. <laughs> yeah, and like both of us have traveled quite a bit and we love to travel, so I'm sure yeah. that's in our future, but it's always going to be fun. like, Reagan, do you want to come? Like, yeah. I'm never going to really? feel like I'm going to be eager to go do shit without her. I don't know. I mean, I'm just saying like as me being like an 18-year-old, like when I was eight, like, yeah. I probably wouldn't have gone with my parents. Shut up. You went to Rome with your mom. I did like... when I was 22, though. Oh, okay. Or like 21, 22. I'm saying like, let's say she's fresh 18. Like, I know you're saying like you guys will be I'm like, like she's always going to want something to I do know. with me. I don't we were talking but eventually about. <laughs> she's you know what i'm saying she's gonna go through a phase yeah you know she's gonna be like oh like i want to do like what if you invite her like would you guys go on vacations without her if she didn't want to come yeah yeah, yeah. Like if she didn't want to come it's not like we're just like we're not going oh, but like okay. i think th- that the reason i feel this way is because chance's parents are very much this way yeah like chance is going to be 25 this year and Jaden, his brother is 20 and like they always invite us on vacations like it's like yeah so we're, do my both, parents, we're both out of the house and they're but, like who's coming to hawaii and we're yeah. like all of us yeah and it's so fun and you can tell that they're not eager to do shit like that without us and i feel like that's gonna be like our vibe too like yeah. they went but they went to iceland for like their anniversary yeah see my parents do both yeah. like they do their own thing and then they also invite us to like yeah i definitely i like, definitely see like, chance and i as being like a couple that has like athletic hobbies like kayaking or like oh, paddleboarding cool. or like that would be yeah. that's cute. I like, like that. Crazy hikes. I don't yeah. ever want to oh be my a God, fucking so uh, like Redlands biker in the spandex though. <laughs> I can't. That's my mom and John. Is she? <laughs> It's seven, okay. It's their like, like cute little hobby they have is. together. It is. But, but I refuse. Yeah, I wouldn't do it either. Watch me. I'm yeah. going to do You're it. You're going to be on it. Oh, fuck. You're going to be in it. Especially if we <laughs> stay here forever. I'm going to be like, You're going to be like, it's <gasps> down. It's just down to downtown. I could walk. I could walk my oh, bike. Miles there. I bike today. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's cute. Yeah, okay, so that's yeah. cute. Athletic, like, you would fun. still invite Reagan to everything. Yeah, but if she you doesn't want to still... come, I guess we'll go with that. I'm just saying, like, it's like a possibility. Like, that's what I was just like. Wait, what about you, though? With, like, Seth, have you guys talked about? It's not, it's yeah. not on the interview, but I want to know. <laughs> but I want to know. Can you answer the question? Yeah. Um, yeah, well, 
I, we're definitely going to travel. Yeah. We're definitely going to just, I like you said, like, we're really into, like, hiking yeah. and, like, going outdoorsies and probably, like, I want to have, like, friends that we, like, camp with and go to Glamis, but, like, me, the adults. Me. And, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. that's what I'm saying. We'll be with you guys. Yeah. No, like, seriously. And it's, like, if, if Rainy and, and Reagan want to come or they want to bring, like, one of their friends or their boyfriend or their girlfriend oh, or whoever it, it is, it. like, that, like, it just adds to more and I yes. get what you're saying, but it would be fun to, like, us go to Cancun yeah. and just do, like... God, you know, zip fun. lining and stuff. Oh, but like, yeah. like we're young still. Like we had kids young, so that way yeah. when they're gone, we're not like broken. That was exactly like, the point. Like old. That's wise, exactly you know? the point. When when I got pregnant, because I've always I told you I've always wanted to be pregnant young. Yeah. Because I want to be like, like the I cool, still want to be fun, like sexy young mom. Yeah. Like, I always want to be that. Yeah. I'm gonna be the annoying like Botox Redlands mom. Hell yeah. I don't give a shit. No, me too. I'm not. I'm I'm for serious. Fake boobies. Hell yes. Botox. <laughs> Hot as fuck. Milfies. The, kids the known milfies. Yes. That's the goal, dude. That's you it. remember, there's moms that were like known oh, as like... Oh, cheer moms? Yes. Like, oh, the, the, Let me tell you something. Mom. Rev cheer moms were something fucking else. <laughs> I didn't go to Rev, but like... It's like the, the Rev- Housewives of Redlands. There I needs swear. to be a show. I swear. I swear. Like, you name it, it's fucking happening. Yeah. The cheer moms are nuts. Like, <laughs> And my mom is so not that way. Like, mm-hmm. not in the vibes of that. So I remember, like, I have my so many... My mom's not really in that vibe either. I have so many memories of my mom sitting at these meetings, like, listening to these moms talk, and she's just like, she's what like, the fuck These bitches are so fucking <laughs> annoying. Like, like, I want to go home that's, really bad. Yeah, yeah for <laughs> that's real. That's hilarious. Okay. So that's, that's cute. Good. Okay. Let's go on to the next question. I feel like that was a good question. Was. It's an interesting it's thing think to about. think about. It's just something to think about. Because yeah. they're so young, we don't really think about I too much into depth things about like that. Like when they're out of the house. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck is that? That doesn't I, exist. I don't even like start my count my countdown yet because technically there is no countdown yet. Like yeah. we still gonna probably have we are gonna have another baby. So my countdown's not even <laughs> that there. energy over there. <laughs> <laughs> my countdown has begun. <laughs> eventually, eventually. Mm. Okay. Okay, what about this? What's your biggest hope? For Reagan as she grows in her life. Mm. Like, just I hope you have that she has throughout her probably her whole life. It's cliche, but I just want her to be happy. Like, I don't care. Like, Mm -hmm. I think a lot of, at least in my life, like a lot of emphasis was like placed on like, what college are you going to? What career are you doing? Like, where is this going? And anytime you go to a family event, like, when's the husband coming when are the babies coming when is school happening like yeah you're supposed to follow this trajectory of like what is correct like what's next right and like my older sister didn't follow that like exact trajectory and I think that just the fact that that path was laid for her that she didn't even want laid like probably caused her some issues yeah no and so I feel like like it's not you weren't she wasn't able to maybe think for like herself in a way you know like what do I want to do next like, like oh like these are the kind of the options. Yeah. And then right. Pick. And then if one of her options was outside of those, then it's like she has like she feels like shit about it. Yeah. And I never want Reagan to feel that way. Like I want her to be happy with what she chooses to do. Um, my senior quote was actually, "Whatever you are, be a good one." Oh, and I, I like think that, that that's what I would instill in Reagan. Like whatever you decide to do, like just try your best at it, and I'm gonna be here to support you and make sure that you're not like. Doing just help, drugs you, on yeah, the street, help like, you along the way to make yeah. good decisions. Yeah, yeah, there's, I mean, there's a spectrum for anything. Like, obviously, there are things that I wouldn't want Reagan doing, but, um, yeah, like obviously. college is not a necessity for Reagan if she wants to pick something else that, like, that doesn't require it. Like, I, I'm never gonna sit here and say, like, if you don't do A, B, and C, like, you're gonna be a failure. I'm yeah, never yeah. gonna say that to her. Just, I want you to be happy and I want you to try your best. I agree with that so much, too. So just that's like, what I think. I just want her to feel fulfilled and, like, 
she doesn't have pressure on her to do anything that's not making her happy. Yeah, because I feel like so many people do things and are become things that don't even make them happy. Because like how many people are actually happy? Right. You know what I'm saying? And fulfilled. Like some people are successful or like this, this or that, a number of different things or oh, finish this and but did you want to do that? Are you happy where this is taking you? Because like when you choose what you're gonna do with your life, like. That's what you're doing pretty much forever because you right. have to make an income to live. Right. So I've actually talked to Chance about this a lot recently because he's been working where he works for like six years, going on like seven years now. Yeah. And like recently there was a point because he just graduated college and I asked him like, does it feel weird for you to know like this is where you're going to be at? Like this is what you're doing now. Yeah. Like do you feel like, a, are you having like an existential moment where you're like, oh yeah. fuck, like I'm already in my career and like this is it. There's a sense of security there. Yeah, I mean, but he was like, like a, could be a good feeling. Yeah. But what did he say? He was like, no, I don't feel like that at all because I love what I'm doing. Like, this is See, what I want to do. That's good. And like for him, like the job that Chance is doing to someone else could seem like an absolute fucking nightmare. Like sitting yeah, at a desk that's all what day. I'm like, it just depends on the but person. But he's him and his personality and the way he is. Like that's a dream for him. He's so happy where he's at. Yeah. So I just want that for Reagan. Like I don't care what it is. Just. As long as you're happy and you're fulfilled and that's how you feel. And obviously there's going to be ups and downs in her life. Well, it's going to take her a second to figure it out. I haven't even figured it out. Yeah. But um, well, you just keep figuring it out yeah. as, it, like, as life goes on. Like the fact that Chance is in that position to feel like he's figured it out and he's good. Like Pops power to you. To you. Like Go Chance. Go Chance. Just living. Go Chancey. Go Chancey. Go Chancey. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Happy and fulfilled is what I want for Reagan. I love that. Okay. So this. I saved this one for last because I feel like you'll probably have like oh, a good a, amount of stuff to say. Oh, this is the last one? I already answered four? Yeah, this is the last one. But I feel like this one you might have like a lot to say about. Okay. In just like different genres of whatever. So it, it the question is, what do you think is the best thing to do for someone struggling with mental health? Okay. Like, do you think they should seek out help? Do you think like, what would you tell someone that, what do you think someone should have told you? before you struggled with your own personal mental health. Okay, so I feel like I should give a little bit of background. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Give us some background. Whatever um, you feel comfortable story, sharing. Yeah. yeah, whatever you feel comfortable sharing. It's actually Mental Health Awareness Month. Well, beautiful. There you go. So I'm glad I, I saved yeah. this one for the last. <laughs> um, okay, so I think I'll give just like a little bit of history of my yeah. mental health issues just so people know I have grounds to be speaking on it. Mm-hmm. Um, my situation could have ended very badly mm-hmm. and there are a lot of people that have had a similar situation to mine or know somebody that has had a similar situation to mine that it has ended really badly I feel like I should put like a trigger warning like if you are sensitive to like conversations of like suicide yeah or anything like that uh maybe turn it off at this point because I'm gonna I'm, or you feel free to dm right. me or Allie if yeah. you need some talk to someone support or whatever but I'm, I'm gonna try to be as sensitive as I can on this topic just because I know for some people like it's a yeah little you bit know triggering. I mean you know so. yeah that's yes um but I've worked through it enough where it's like I I feel like there's a lot more purpose in me speaking on uh some of the stuff that happened to me now but because I feel like mental health is such like a wide spectrum like I have anxiety but then like right with what you've dealt with I, that's why I feel like you would be the perfect right. person to talk on this topic mm-hmm. for people suffering a little more yeah um and mine mine is a, a little bit um more on the severe end of, of yeah, shit so yeah. not anymore but it was yeah but. but that's that's what makes I feel like you a good person yeah. to talk about it yeah so I've always had um some struggles with mental health. I don't think that there's a point in my life where I can think back and remember that I didn't struggle Mm -hmm. in some way. It's changed over the years, like as I've grown and changed, but 
it's always been there like since like I was changed, a kid like the aggression of how much it weighed on you or um, like or even um, the cha- like now I have anxiety and I didn't previously have it so it's just been like it, it like changed it okay. ebbs and flows so I guess my diet I should say like my what I've been diagnosed with is type 2 bipolar and um if you're bipolar you know people that have bipolar disorder um it can come with waves of mania or depressive like depressive episodes and mine were very much depressive episodes so you can do two or you did both there can be both there it's so i'm just curious for the people who don't know so that way they can relate to like just so mania is like it can i'm trying not to like specify like what it is because it's different for so many people yes of course but this is just your perspective what you went through and if it could help somebody then that's why we're discussing it right so as it's been explained to me, I don't have uh, mania really, but that is like, I would say like episodes of like, oh my God, I need to like clean my house like okay. incessantly. And I'm focusing on that and like it has to happen. And like these episodes of just kind of repeatedly, repeatedly doing things that are like. Are you like super, super manic. happy or like yes, super, yes. super like, oh my super, God, super let's, high let's go to Disneyland or super, super low. Okay. Okay. Is what it is. That's, okay. That and makes mine sense. always leaned on like super, super low. Okay. That's just kind of always what happened to me when I'd get into these episodes. But anyway, um, so yeah, I would say like 13, 12, 13 was like the peak point of like, okay, I've got issues here. Mm-hmm. But I never went to therapy or like sought out help just because I was so young. And my older sister ha- was going through a slew of her own mental health issues at this time. And my parents were very wrapped up in trying to help her yeah. and get her shit figured out and her shit was a lot more intense than mine at the time. Okay. Therefore, prioritize that. Yeah. Like, I... As parents, like, yeah. I mean, and, but I never. It's, 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 it's... Yeah, my fault in a lot of this has never have been... I've never been very open to my family about... Like, vocal about yeah, what you're about feeling? Yeah, about any of it. And that's not their fault. It's, no. That was a struggle yeah. in myself. Yeah. And I'm sure... And I have talked to my parents about, like, how they wished I would have just fucking said something. Yeah. And I think that's important in having this conversation now to maybe encourage people to fucking say something. But, um, so I guess where it hit its head was September of 2019. I started having like very severe, like suicidal ideation is what it's called. Basically like just like dreaming about fantasizing about death. Okay. Like every waking moment of my life. Like how to die or just like all of it. Okay. Just death. Yes. Just that's, I couldn't stop thinking about it. It was like all consuming. And I got to the point where I was like, okay, I either need help or I'm going to die. Like that was where it was at. And so I went to therapy in September, 2019. And it was clear to the professionals that I had spoken to that this was serious and I needed help like quickly. So I was in therapy multiple times a week. I went to like a group meditation therapy as well. So like basically three times a week, I was on like three different medications and I think, honestly, I waited too long to go. Like, yeah. I was getting help, but I kind of, in my own brain, had decided that that I was, this wasn't... This wasn't, like, a topic of a discussion. Right. Yeah. I was going to die. Is, yeah. Is what I had decided. Because you've been, in your mind, you're fantasizing about it. Like, you're thinking, like, this would be, like good a good right. thing right like, like i was that's, meant to do it yeah that's what you and i'm thinking. gonna try to be sensitive about topics like that because i don't want to romanticize any of it for anybody that's going through it because it's awful but um yeah so i had been going to therapy multiple times a week um i was on medication still this whole time my parents had no idea about any of this like didn't know i was on medication didn't know they i was didn't in therapy know nope about any you how did you do that by yourself? i did it through my school 
So the Student Health Center, this is an awesome resource, by the way, if you're listening to this and you're like, how do I get therapy? Or even if you don't want your family to know. You don't want your parents to know, which I don't recommend. But um, yeah, my Cal State San Bernardino had an incredible health center where my therapist was through there. My psychiatrist was through there. I was getting prescribed medicine through there. Like all of it was through my tuition, basically. So it was... So you knew you needed help and you oh, sought yeah. out the help, yeah. but like it was your brain inside was giving this like ultimate fight back. Looking back on it now, I was too far gone. Then I didn't think so. Yeah. Like I really thought I was doing something to help myself, but then I didn't think like, but now looking back on it, I was too far gone. Did you ever tell friends? Did you ever so, like, confide in anyone? That or? was September of 2019. I met Chance October of 2019. Okay. So Chance and I met kind of through the thick of things. Like I was yeah. really going through it when Chance and I met. And did Chance know that? So I think it was the day he asked me to be his girlfriend. He, we were at the pumpkin patch, but he dropped me off back at home and I was sitting in his car and I remember telling him like, Hey, like I'm, I've got a little bit of like a mental health issue. Like I'm in therapy three times a week. I'm on medications. Like I don't want you to start a relationship with me without understanding that like I'm I'm going going through through it. Yeah. And of course, you know, Chance yeah, is very sweetest. receptive to everything, yeah. wanting to help, blah, blah, blah. So that was October. I'm going to try not to make this a whole big long yeah, story. No, but, no, no. Yeah. Um, we saved it for the end. December of that year. So December of 2019, I had multiple suicide attempts that I like jokingly mentioned in Mackenzie's episode that I was 5150. Like, yeah. I make light heart of it now because it's hard to talk about something like that, knowing that there are people that it's not attempts. Like it worked and yeah. they're not here mm-hmm. anymore. And I am so blessed and grateful and lucky that my attempts failed and that yeah. I received the proper help that I needed going forward from that. But I was hospitalized early December of 2019. So as you can tell, this was a very like swift period. Yeah. September, October, November, December. Like I, that was the time span that I was in therapy. And clearly it, I was, like I said, too far gone at that point. Um, yeah. And so December, early December, I was hospitalized. Um after a suicide attempt and yeah I stayed in the hospital for like a week um I went to like intense psychiatric therapy at Redlands Community Hospital and yeah um in that week of being there I had realized like pretty quickly like this is not the life that I want for myself yeah yeah it's just not yeah, like, like a realization yeah and and it was horrible there like so scary like you're you're in like a psych ward with people that like burned their parents' houses down and like oh yeah are really aggressive and scary and like you can't even have a toothbrush and it's like basically jail. Like it's not something yeah. to romanticize or think about like being at all. It's very scary. Yeah. And so that experience really just kind of like shocked me into like like I want I don't, I don't want this for myself. I don't want this for myself. I don't want to struggle with this forever like and I think while I did seek out help in September I wasn't fully open to it. Yeah. And leaving the hospital, I was like, okay, I need to like really open, open to like, myself up to the help. Let's talk about my demons. Let's and figure let's out what's out. wrong. And let's, yeah. Yeah. So clearly my parents found out. Yeah. But um, maybe that's what you, maybe that's what you needed. Yeah. I mean, I was fucking hospitalized. So clearly my parents found out. And then that was a conversation that I had to have with them and, and, you know, a moment with that. Cause could you imagine your kid? Like, yeah. No, very hard going through that. And I, I wasn't a parent imagine. yet, so I didn't know. So you, yeah. And I didn't, and now looking back on it, I'm like, Oh, it could bring me like to cry because I'm like, I can't believe what oh, yeah. I put them through, but I was going through shit. You were going through your own stuff too though. I on mean, my yeah. own. And yeah. So 
to answer that question, I would say like, don't be afraid to really like admit where you're at. Like in September, I think I knew like how bad I was, like how yeah. deeply like this was I, rooted this into was you. rooted into me. Like I really believed I was going to kill myself. Yeah. And I didn't say things like that in therapy, right? Like I, I didn't want to get in you trouble. You weren't fully open yet. I didn't want to get hospitalized yet. Like I, cause I wanted to do these things and like blah, blah, blah. And I just think that like, first of all, seek help. Like they say it's cliche, but like make that step because you never know, like it sounds so cliche, but like the life that you could be missing out on, right? Because I yeah, got out of the hospital sure. in December and got pregnant with Reagan in February. And while to somebody else that could seem like a disaster, like it saved me. Yeah. Because I had this, you know, saying having a child it should give you purpose, but it gave me. It gave you. It's holy your shit. whole being now. Yeah. Like it's your whole being now. Yeah. And I like, I'm not even on medication now. Yeah. And I'm. I've really figured it out and worked it out with myself. But like, if I had been successful in December, like I wouldn't have Reagan. I wouldn't have Chance. I wouldn't have this house. I wouldn't have this no, life. Yeah. So I think that, like I said it in a post that I posted last year, but like not, I'm not going to tell anybody that it does get better, but it can. Like that it possibility get better. of it getting better, maybe let that drive you to seek help, to tell someone, to get that within you of like it might feel like you're completely alone right now or like you have nobody or like your life is worthless but like I'm telling you it can get better and I really think that I was about as low as low could get at that point yeah like it couldn't have gotten lower than where I was at and I still came out the other end and I am so lucky to be out on the other end you're such a positive story yeah and it doesn't always end that way it doesn't and I and I I don't know. But for those that are struggling, I would hope that that would kind of give them a sense of a glimmer of hope. Right, because I had none back then. That's what I'm saying. I had no no hope. I didn't see a way out or a light at the end of the tunnel. Did I you, was done. That's what I'm saying. So you think if you maybe would have heard someone's story like similar to yours, do maybe. you think it could have maybe, maybe helped you a little bit? Maybe. It, and it's hard because... Everyone's like, in a different place. And I knew where I was at in those moments. And there is nothing that anybody could have told me to have changed my mind. So yeah. I'm, and I'm just being realistic. No, that's fine. That's, and I feel like somebody listening fine. to this that's struggling is going to be like, yes, that's exactly where, where yeah. I've been too. And that's, I want them to connect with you during right. this. Right. And so I'm to not going to sit here and say like, like if you just talk to somebody, like it's going to fix all your problems, but like that. But if you could give one word of advice that could maybe... Yeah. Help somebody. It can get better. It can get better. I'm not saying that it does or that it will or that that's 100% for you, but maybe that potential or that possibility of thinking like, can my life be more than this? Can I be more than this deep, deep, dark place that I'm in right now? Can I, could I get out of it? Like, while you allow yourself the possibility to think about all the awful things, like maybe give yourself a second to think about What if my life wasn't this? What if my thoughts weren't this? Like, what if there's a medication I could take that could help me with this? Like, just allow yourself, I think, that space to, as much as you're you're thinking of the possibility of the bad, like, what could be good? And then cling to that as long as you can and get the help that you need. There are resources that are available now to people that wouldn't have been available previously. And there are so many people, whether you think it or not, that are willing to help you. And I'm fucking one of them. I will yes, drop you can, everything. Yeah, you can, I will have Reagan yeah. babysat to sit there and talk yes. to you on the phone. Like, I'll do whatever I can do. Um, but if you're 
feeling as low as I felt, um, it can get better. And yeah. I hope that it does for you if you're listening to this and struggling. I hope that nobody listening to this that. is feeling any type of way close to where I felt. But um, I'm sure there's some holes in my story for like family or anyone listening to that that went through it with me. But um, yeah, I just I think that that's what pushed me through to the end was being in the hospital and realizing like, fuck, like, yeah. this isn't what I want and it's, it can get better. And I've just, de- I decided it was going to get better and it did. And I'm very lucky. And I, it can get better it can get and, better. Hold, and hold on to that as long as you can. Yeah. Guys. And the mom pod is happy that you're here yeah, giving all this advice and giving us laughs. I know. And what a, what a space and like an honor for me to be able like, to be talk able on to this. Talk on it. No, I really, because I feel like lot. you're in such like a, I feel like healthy space yeah. now. Like you said, you're not on meds. No. You, you love your family. And I'm not opposed to any of that at all, but it was just because pregnancy breastfeeding. I had yeah, to Yeah, you just had to. And I never went back But on. you made the chemicals in your own brain. Yeah. Yeah. Reagan made the chemicals yeah. in my brain. <laughs> oh, Reagan. Yeah. She'll listen to this in like 20 years and be like, thanks, mom. Yeah, and that's a, as a parent, a concern I have of mine too, right? Because my, like everything that went on with me is clearly chemical. Like, yeah. And so the fear of passing that on to my child is terrifying to me, but like... At least you'll be able to help her exactly. be open about it. And exactly. if you just always discuss mental yeah. health, maybe even everybody always discuss mental yeah. health because you never know what your kid's going through. Yeah. We all hide things as yeah. teenagers or young adults or whatever. Even in your 20s, you hide things. So if you just always talk to your children maybe about mental health and that there is an open space to speak about it, we can keep our baby safe and yeah. happy. You know, yeah. And I... It's such a like tricky topic with children because I'm sure there are so many parents of kids that have committed suicide and things that have yeah. been like open like that with their kids and there's sometimes there's just yeah. not, nothing that you can do. Yeah. Um because it is mental illness, but mm-hmm. I feel like the more awareness that you can draw to it, the better and exactly. in my and it's in mental my, yeah, health awareness month. Yeah. And in my so situation some awareness Yeah, I it. feel like there's so much power in that because you really the the theme continues through everything. You really don't know what someone else is going through. You don't know what's going on behind closed doors. All you're seeing mm-hmm. is Instagram or whatever. And so choosing to be kind to people, even if you don't feel like it and yeah, choosing to reach out nice. to someone, if you have an inkling that something is wrong. Like I remember I had a private Snapchat story at this time and I would post things on there like a month left to live or like, like joking around yeah. quote unquote about like, what was it, Killing like Finsta? Myself? Like Finsta? Yeah. Like Finsta. And, like, no one ever said anything to me about it. And I look back on it, like... And I don't know if that would have helped me. Like I said, I was pretty far gone. I know, but... Like, but never, maybe. Never take situations like that lightly. Like, make someone feel like they've got a space with you, even if you really don't give a shit about them. Like, yeah. I don't know. Even if they don't choose to have that space with you, yeah. don't don't even get mad at them. Just no. let it be there. Yeah. I just you never know who needs it. Choose to be kind. Um, choose to be... That's my biggest thing. Just be nice. Yeah. Everyone just be nice to each other. Because you really have no idea. knows what anyone... And everyone's going through something. Like, yeah. everybody's going through some type of thing. Yeah. Always in life. And you don't know what they're going through. So just be nice. Yeah. Be nice to your Chipotle person making your burrito. Yes. Just be nice to everybody. Yeah. So. Because even if it's not has nothing to do with how you're being treated by other people, like, there are internal battles that people are yeah. going through that can be literally life-threatening like Mm -hmm. it's it's a matter of life and death for a lot of people and um yeah I think just choose to to treat people with kindness and to 
always be open to hearing someone's story and to learning from someone else because you just never know. So, yeah, that would be my answer to yeah, so my that. My long answer no, to that, that question. Good. That I like good. feel I like I blacked it. out in explaining yeah. that. I'm like, I don't even know. Because no. it's hard. It's really hard to talk about. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. But your story is so, like, beautiful in the end that I feel like yeah. with it being Mental Health Awareness Month, like, even if it's one person that you help. Yeah. help somebody and it's it, and I'm never going to not recognize that it's an extreme privilege for my story to have to be a happy yeah. one because it's not like that for everybody and yeah. so there there are a lot of hesitations for me in telling my story because because of that mm-hmm. that I'm very privileged to have a story that ended happy and then there are so many that don't um so yeah it's it's a touchy touchy subject yeah. and I feel so separated from that part of my life now that it's like it can to go better. back there is like a moment for me, but it's it, if it's gonna help someone, I'm always willing to talk about it yeah. or to do it. So never be afraid to reach out um, with your story or even because yeah. I posted about this a year ago on my Instagram. Message us or message Allie yeah. if you're more comfortable talking to her about this, yeah. and or if you're not comfortable talking to us and you want to share your story on on your social media of choice or whatever, like it's. I don't feel like there's any harm in doing that. Like, yeah. Whatever you, your story is your story, just in general, yes. mental yeah. health or like anything else. Like yeah. your story is your story. You have words. You're yeah. writing your own book. Yeah. Speak there's, about there's it. Power. Talk about there's, it. And there's that's, power in words. There's power in sharing your story. Yeah. Like, it, like you don't know how many people are going through the exact same thing that you're going through. And even just if it's one person, that's worth it. We talked about that with Mackenzie. Like, yeah. You know, just sharing your life does so much for other people sometimes that it's, I feel like, always worth it. So, I mean, that's just me because I'm like a natural oversharer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, right? that's literally my Instagram I know, we both, mom we, who overshares on the internet. <laughs> we both. That's in your bio? Mom who overshares on the internet. I actually think that's really cute. That's what I do. I know, it's cute. Yeah. I feel like we both be posting like literally every day something. Yeah, yeah. For you guys. It's expression. It's like my, my giant online diary. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I really do think, like, when I'm older and I look back on them, I'm thinking, like, I feel, I'm feel in the moment. Like, I feel you like I'm kind of scary, there. though, is, like, you know how MySpace went away? Like, what if Instagram goes away and then everything that we, like, Can't is you gone? still log into MySpace, though? Can you? I think it's just not, like, I think it, the, like, platform is still there. Really? I think I so. never had a MySpace. I did. did. you? Yeah. Oh, shit. I had it, like, right before it went away. Yeah, I started Like, I was finally Facebook. allowed to have one. And then that show went away, and I was like, all right, guess I'm going to Facebook. Yeah, I started with Facebook. <laughs> guess I'm going to Facebook. Yeah, that's so, crazy. Thank you guys for listening. Um, I was thinking today, instead of a small business shout-out, um, there'll be a link in the bio of this description to donate uh, to the families of the Texas Elementary School shooting, yeah. if you feel compelled to do so. Um I will also link some suicide prevention uh, hotlines and organizations that you can donate to. Um, I'll do it myself. Yeah. And we will. Um, yeah, it's a scary, sad time that we're living in right now. And I just feel like if we could all put it in our hearts to be kind and try to just do the best that we can do. Um, Have grace. The world is fucking scary right now. Mm-hmm. And. If we can all just be nice to each other, I think Let's that would help. Let's just be nice to each other, guys. Because, God, it's like a scary time to be a parent, scary time to be a fucking child, uh, yeah, apparently. I know. So, I know. Instead of a small business shout-out, I think that's what we'll do today. So um, check like the description of, of this podcast for ways that you could donate, help, and also get information for yourselves for Mental Health Awareness Month. And I think that, I don't know how long we've been going, but I think that that probably yeah, that'll about be, covers yeah. it.
So thanks you for listening. Oh, sip shit. our coffee on. I gotta, we gotta do a slurp out. Thanks for listening to the mom pod. And we we're always here to talk to you. We love you guys. And we share for you guys. Yes. Stay safe. <laughs> You're gonna <laughs> joke again. <laughs> <laughs>